0: That'll podcast where I dive in and give you bite-sized chunks of information that you get to use in your business straight away. Now, something that I want to dive into today, and I hope it doesn't take too long because we know what I'm like when I'm waffly and tangents and all the rest of them, but I really want to talk about auditing your account and getting really, really aware of what's working and what's not. So, if you're in social media land, that's where we're going to go first, by the way. I'll do an, another part and just email marketing just for you. On social media, we we want to really drill down and look at the posts that are currently working and the ones that aren't, including reels and stories. We want to know, is the post getting the reach, the comments, the engagements, et cetera, that we want it to get, as well as the profile visits, based on the call to actions that we've used. So what we want to do is we want to really get really into all of the content that we've been creating for the past 30, 60 and 90 days and looking at what's really working and what's really not working. So if, for example, you are using um, like uh, photography, proper photography photos and they're just hitting them, not hitting the mark. Is there a reason why? Is it the copy on the post or is it the post itself? If they've previously worked, maybe it's just the fact that Instagram is changing and they're not wanting the the polished look of you anymore. So they're just the type of things to be thinking about. So look at what's currently getting a lot of the likes, the comments, the saves, the shares, what's getting all of the impressions and the reach and what is drumming up all those profile visits. So they're the content that we obviously want to create more of. Um, if something's not working, but you still need to sort of use it and include it, for example, testimonials and set very, very heavily salesy content, obviously it's still got a feature somewhere. So take it with a grain of salt. Don't base your whole entire marketing strategy around it. But obviously, if something's working, we want to do more of that. The other thing that I want you to really look at is your followers and where they're currently living. So, for example, if you have a large audience that is based down in Melbourne. Um, but you're based up in Queensland, like me. Um, <laughs> people aren't going to want to know how sunny and beautiful it is up here in winter. Mm-mm, they don't want to know. They're in Melbourne where it's freezing. Part of the reason why we never moved there, but that's okay. Um, but it's more more than that. Like it's knowing your audience and who you're speaking to and how you need to speak to them. So for example, if you are based on the eastern coast of the of Australia... You're not going to want to post at like, um, oh, my God, I just had a mind blank of how the time difference is there for New Zealand. So if, if you've got a bunch of followers in New Zealand and you post at, say, 7 p.m., that's their 9 p.m. Are they really going to be online still? Probably not. You're probably going to get lost, 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 lost. And the algorithm's not going to favor you. And then you're going to be like, that post flopped. No, it was the time that you did it, more than likely. So we really want to know the times that our audience will most likely be online. So the other thing to think about is the type of audience that you're aiming to hit with your content. If you are hitting corporate f- professionals, then 8 o'clock, 7.30, 8.30 in the morning is probably the desired time that you need to have all your content going live. Think about when they're going to be traveling into work either on the, um, the train, the bus, whatever. They're probably going to be on their phone scrolling. Yay! Which is what we love. Um, but also on the flip side, if you are targeting stay-at-home mums, six ish, 6.30, 7 o'clock, probably isn't the best time. Like that's bed bath routine for me here with my three-year-old. Imagine if I had a newborn, I'd be all over the fucking shop. However, having said that, ideally you want to post around half an hour before you think they're going to be online, the way you are showing up in their feeds first and foremost. The other thing that we want to think about when we're looking at our Instagram, social media, Pinterest, all the rest of them is further on that, (laughs) the number of website hits that we're getting. So is there a particular link? Because obviously on Instagram now we can add up to five links. um, Is there a particular link that is getting the hits? Um, So for me at the moment, I'm getting a ton of hits to my form and I didn't realize it was because I don't actually have my website on my, (laughs) that was one of my links. That was a bit of a silly move, wasn't it? Um, If you have Linktree, obviously you would have the analytics behind that. If you're using um, the link in the bio from like Sked Social or any of the others, you will obviously have the link, um, the data for that as well. These are just something to think and keep in mind because it's obviously a driving factor for a lot of your people to click on those links and to find out more information about you, your business, what you offer, what you sell, all the rest of it. So keeping being aware, I guess is a better word, being aware of what they're clicking on is going to help you. And finally, we want to look at our bio. Is our bio working for us? Because at the moment, we need to make sure that we are using some really nice keywords in our bio because it can easily be searched, particularly that name field. However, if you are meta verified because you've paid, then you do need to have your um, the license ID name thingy majiggy on there. So keep that in mind and you only get 30 characters. So fingers crossed you don't have a long last name. Um, but yeah, they're the main things that I look at when I'm auditing an account. Um, and I always like to see the type of comments that are happening as well and how often they're being replied to. But obviously that's something that I dive into and look at before I start working with a brand. If you're sitting here thinking, oh my God, Carly, can you actually do like a really good once over on my account? I definitely can. And my audits actually include all the information of what you need to fix, where you could be getting better sales better like conversions if you're looking for more like more dms all the rest of it so basically my audit it can do both social media and your email marketing or you can just choose to do your socials or just your emails and we I literally dive all the way that I can into all your data and basically make sure that you come out with a really robust audit that tells you what you can or need to fix to get better results because at the end of the day I know that a lot of people rely on social media rather than using other platforms like email marketing to get a lot of their sales and while I'm not going to say that's really smart because I don't think it is one of the things that we want to do when we're using social media is to use it to our advantage as best as possible it is a free platform that we can use and utilize so Doing that to the fullest potential is always going to benefit you. If you're interested in looking at the social media and email marketing audit, it is linked in the show notes. Otherwise, you're welcome to flick me an email if you just want your socials done or vice versa, your emails done. Stay tuned because I'm going to dive in and share some of the big things that I look for in your email marketing audits on the next podcast. As always, if you love today's episode, then be sure to follow along and subscribe for more because you're always going to want to hear them in your ears. Yay. Um, Oh, and don't forget to leave a review. Don't be like gatekeeping on how amazing this podcast is, yeah?